Hello, hello, hello again, you bunch of savages. It's great to have you get mean-spirited with me one more time. Coming to you on a somber note because we lost one of the greats this week. Rest in peace to Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gigi. Um, Sports lost a huge hero, something crazy. I've got my guy uh, C. Dodds on to talk about it. We're going to get a little mean-spirited, joke around with each other, try to get through this. So let's get with it. Well, Chuck, man, I appreciate you finally getting on the podcast. It really sucks that Kobe dying is what gets us together on this. But, uh, man, appreciate you coming on. Oh, no problem, man. Kobe was my idol. I idolized Kobe growing up. So once you approached me to do it, man, I had to jump on it. I appreciate it. Sorry about the green room being filled with peanut food. I forgot that that's your deadly allergy. So yeah, you all the snacks you could have brought, you brought some with peanuts. Yeah, peanuts. <laughs> Absolutely. Why not? They're filled with protein and killer viruses. I don't know. Well, man, when do you when what was your first impression of Kobe? Do you remember back when? Um, I want to say the first championship that him and Shaq got. Okay. I think I was about eight years old, and oh my God, when I just saw the, he was just. He was just crazy. I've, I've seen, I saw him do things I've never seen anybody do with a basketball. Yeah. And I saw his hard work ethic, and it just drew me to him, man. And I've been in love with Kobe ever since. I can understand that. So I'm, I go back a little bit farther. When he was in high school, his senior year is when he came on the scene, and he was just blew up. And by the end of the year, everybody knew who he was. He was winning the dunk contest of the McDonald's game, mm-hmm. went to prom with Brandy. My the thing that sticks out about him most was when he went and declared for the draft. He had the Oakleys on his head. He had a suit that was in bad need of a tailor, and he, uh, you know, just did that thing. But that it was that charisma and that confidence of like, I definitely belong here. Like you're all here for me, and this is exactly what it should be. Like there was never a feeling of the moment was too big for him, even from then. Yeah, no, even then, I'm just thinking about it now. You remember Kobe was in the Destiny's Child music video. Yes, <laughs> Kobe had a rap album. Nobody wants Kobe to talk about Everyone forgets about it. Like, that gets swept under the table more than certain things that we'll get into with Kobe. But Kobe had a fucking rap album. And it was probably one of the worst albums oh, of all time. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> and it was coming right off the heels of, like, the Allen Iverson one, which was terrible. The Chris Webber one, which was just off. Oh, God. Athletes wanting to be musicians at the end of the 90s, early 2000s was a terrible trend. But, but even then, musicians did want to be the athletes also. It was, always. A weir- uh, it was it's weird. It's always been that way. It's weird. weird. Always been that way. It's because the, both of them think the other's the coolest guy in the room. I mean, what would you rather be, a rapper or a hooper? Well, wait a minute, though. A rapper from today or, like... Well, like, my, like, like I can't do the mumbo rap. Like, so like a future. I know I want to be. I'd want to be a pro athlete, and the reason is is because everyone idolizes you. Like you can go anywhere and get a free meal the rest of your life because of one jump shot you hit in 1974. I, I was. I would still be future. Future. Okay. Be future. <laughs> yeah. Is it because? Okay, but you love lean, and that's really the reason why. Um, Kobe with the championship, his first championship when he won that with Shaq, like there was a feeling for a little while of the Lakers should trade Kobe because you never trade the big man and he was the young asset. And that Lakers team, at first, he came into the league, he was so athletic. I mean, up until the knee injury that took him to Colorado for surgery and then ultimately changed his life completely, like he was the most athletic and agile guy in the league. There was no, He was better than Vince, he was better than T-Mac, better than Grant Hill. 
T Mac, I don't. Him and T Mac had some battles. Oh yeah, they were great. Like a lot. even today, even with the interviews I've been seeing lately, Kobe said T Mac was probably one of the hardest people he's ever had to defend. I believe that. So those, I gotta think those are the. I mean, MJ obviously is amazing. LeBron too, but I think the two greatest offensive people I've ever seen in my life are Kobe and T Mac. I don't know about you. Oh no, no, I definitely agree. It's like Kobe is one A and T Mac is one B. Like you can't put, you can't rank them. They were equally great, equally great. But in the final two minutes, who do you want? Ooh, that's a good one. I, I the five rings answer it for me. Yeah, yeah. No, I gotta go with Kobe. Yeah, I gotta go right. with Kobe. Damn right. Yeah, percent of the time. So his whole thing with the Lakers, once they got over that hump and they got fill in and they won that first title. Like, that team was unstoppable. I thought, wow, we're going to see it for five. And I know everybody thought that, too. Like, we're going to see this for as long as these guys want to do it. Because I think Shaq was only, like, mid-late 20s. Yeah, he was, like, 27. Yeah, 28. and Kobe's game just kept growing. And when they came back that year from the second title, mm-hmm. or for the, the run for the second title, when Kobe said, you know, why do I have to compromise my game? My game's grown, and Shaq was out of shape and all that shit. That's when it just began to go off the cliff. But, but, hold on. How many rings do you think they would have won if they would have stuck together? If that never happened? You know, I want to say they would have won five or six, but I think history is showing us that, like, three's the max. Like, things break down after three, or someone gets hurt, or there's a bad series. So I want to say they would have won, like, five. Because the brand of basketball that was being played in 03, 04, and 05 was not great basketball. So having two of the best four players in the league on one team, I think, I got to say, at least at least five titles. Yeah, no, no, I definitely, I honestly think... That Kobe and Shaq team, you think though they can compete with the Warriors of like 2016? Well, no, 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 different. Well, no, 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 no. I, a I, different ball game. It it is, but ugh. although if you they could, the Warriors wouldn't have anyone to stop Shaq. And who would stop Kobe realistically? Well, Co- I mean, Kobe could take 35 shots in that game and it not be a problem because it would be such a fast-paced game. Yeah, that's no, he could definitely put up 35, 40 shots that game. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kobe might score 70 in that game. <laughs> Kobe might make it a point that anytime Steph switches onto him, that he's going into the post, and it's going to be just a real fucking problem for him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. See, that's what Kobe won the fucking dunk contest with was a between the legs. Now that wouldn't even get you a 40. Yeah, no, no, no. That gets you 35. Yeah. Anything, no. That, I forgot all about that dunk contest. Yeah. I See, look- that's the thing is that he wasn't, like, he wasn't cool with, I'm going to say it, he was cool with, like, the white kids and teenagers, mm-hmm. like, young teenagers, until, like, the end of that Lakers run. Like, that's just all there is kind of to it, that first Lakers run. You know, because, like, he was just kind of like the poppy guy. And Jordan knew that he was the guy. But a lot of people didn't know. Like, he his first set of shoes, like, his shoes with Adidas never sold out, and they were corny. He was kind of corny. Mm, not really. If you date Brandy at that age, you you can't be corny. Yeah, but, yeah, that's true. Okay, you got me. Yeah, <laughs> you dating Brandy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was still young, and yep, yep. Those, those Adidas shoes were pretty just awful the first ones were fly 
The first ones the, were flat. The crazy, the, the crazy, the crazy, the crazy. I remember the crazy eights. I had a pair of the crazy eights that he had, but the ones that were like moon rock, moon shoes. <laughs> oh god, those were the, the finally the third series. Those were the, I think called Kobe two. But after that though, the season after that, do you know when Kobe was a free agent and he would wear Jordans, he wore Nikes. The free agent season. Now a lot of people don't realize Kobe paid like eight million of his own money to get out of that Adidas contract, and then he was a free agent. I know. And he did. He wore questions when he played against Iverson. He, I mean, man, he wore some great yeah, shoes that Jordan, year. Jordan 8's custom, the, the, the Lakers PEs. Yep. Were, oh, my God. Was, I have those. those are Do you? Those are a beautiful shoe. I mean, Kobe, the Kobe shoes that Nike did, I want to say, are the most wearable functional shoes and most comfortable from the basketball player signature mm-hmm. lines. No, no, I definitely agree. But let me throw you a, a curveball off topic. Where do you think? today's basketball would be if Kobe never existed who I don't think it would be as competitive as it is right now Um, and we're in an age where people say that it's not competitive or anything else and I think that's wrong I think look at the way these guys go out and yes LeBron is everybody's friend and all that but he still wants to take people's heads off it seems Um, Kobe kept that was that bridge of a psycho from Michael to this next generation. Now, we haven't seen in this next generation a stone-cold killer come out yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're seeing it in Luca. I don't know. Maybe we're – I don't think we're seeing – I, someone said we see it in Trey Young, and I went, no, no, you don't. You I see, see – I see it in John Morant. John Morant's a killer. Jesus Christ. Him, oh, my God. I think. I mean, with the way that Kobe went about it, though, on the court, you weren't his friend, and you fuck, you weren't his friend if you were his teammate, even up until the later years. Like there were two definite segments of Kobe Bryant that, and two ways that he played his career too, because the player before Colorado and before the knee injury was a way different. I mean, it was just ultra athlete ultra agility was just doing these mind-bending things like you said what you were drawn to him that's what he was doing after that knee injury he became a better playmaker better court vision and not at first it took two seasons because at first he was just still going out off athletically and what he did mentally that year in 0304 dealing with the rape trial and everything else um or the rape pre-trial stuff i should make you gotta be with that but uh you know dealing with that was one of the most impressive mental strengths that you'll ever see from an athlete but his game changed he became a deadly shooter he was a great playmaker and defensively he would just smother you for those next five seasons he was the best basketball player on earth and everyone wanted to give it to lebron but it was not it was kobe it was all kobe kobe was doing amazing things he oh my god he should have won more than one mvp champion i mean one mvp yeah this season he got robbed he did he did absolutely that, that one of them was a steve nash year and it was just a great story to have it but if you look at what kobe did i mean his number those teams were not championship caliber teams and people say all oh, gasol and odom both great both great players in their own right but i think we've seen when they've gone on to other things Clearly not top 10, top 20 players. Oh, fuck no. You remember? But Kobe made them that because he pushed them to that. You had to be on that level. Hey, remember, Kobe took Kwame Brown to the playoffs. And Smush Parker. And, Smush Parker. <laughs> and when people say Kobe shot a lot, what was he going to do? Pass it to Ryan Kelly? 
he took probably the worst team. I, I'm debating on that Lakers team and LeBron's Cavs Cavs teams. I don't know which team was worse. In the take them to take just take them to the playoffs. Just get well, them there. The years that they, when they finally went to three straight finals and won the back to back, and that was kind of finally everyone agreed on his greatness, and he started to get what he deserved. It, I think that's when everyone went, oh, he's a he's the remix of Jordan. He's as close as we're ever going to see to it. And we got to see, you know, a complete passing of the torch from Jordan's end of his career. But he was just a killer. And that Mamba personality, at first, I laughed about him. Like, he gave himself a fucking nickname, the Black Mamba. Of course Kobe did. But it really was the persona. And now it's affection that we speak about it. Yeah, no, everybody knows about the the Black Mamba now. Like, yeah. you have 40-year-old housewives calling themselves the Black Mamba. Yeah. Like, this is cr- that what he started, I feel like, in his passing, will live on for generations. Everyone will know, or everyone will try to strive to have the, the Black Mamba person, this persona in general. I think it'll be like a, Ali quotes get done today. Like, oh, it'll be, uh, unfortunately, in the sales world, there'll be a lot of... Uh, Middle and upper management that'll just be quoting the shit out of Kobe, not realizing that none of us are taking a fucking jump shot today. Um, uh, it's right going on right now. Yeah, it's absolutely, you know, do it for Mamba, baby. I know every company in the country is fucking saying that. Um, but his the way he was about the work ethic and the way he was obsessed about it, early in his career he was kind of ostracized about it. Like he didn't have friends or anything early in the NBA. But once that next generation moved in and started the Durants, you know, LeBron, Durant, those type of guys, they revered Kobe. That was their dude as they were – they're formative years, yeah, as they now, said. Now that you actually thinking about it, like early in his career, nobody fucking liked him. No, he was a nerd. He, he, he had know. the fucking fro. He had blocky shoes. He had the young <laughs> girlfriend. He had his parents living with him, and then he separated from his parents to have a wife who was like eighteen. I mean, she was seventeen. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. was dating her. He, she was still in high school. Oh, yeah. That. F- Fresh age of 17. I'm kidding. Kidding. Um, but, yeah, she, and Sheila, I mean, she's on fire. Um, but, you know what, too soon to say that Vanessa Bryant's the most marketable widow on planet Earth? Yeah, um, She soon. is, man. But I'm just telling you, if you're a rich Saudi prince, that's one you're going to want to snatch right up. But it, the way that his life kind of progressed, I talked about it, too, that like in 95, 96, when he was his senior year in high school, like my school finally got like an internet computer that everyone could go fucking use. So like you would read about him and shit. And then when he was in Sports Illustrated and on ESPN and stuff towards the end of his senior year, like you kind of were going through that with him. And now that he's retired and he's moved on to that parenting phase of his life, like for someone like me in their late 30s, it's like, you're going through that too and i just i felt all week like a friend died no 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 i'm i 100 percent agree with you like i have nothing else i have 100 percent agree <laughs> yeah it's it's just been a it's like wearing a wet blanket all week yeah no i've i i remember when you first went after kobe passed like when you saw me i was i yeah. was i was broke <laughs> well you you and i talked about it a couple minutes after it happened like we got the news and i texted you and i mean we were talking within like five minutes. It was just 
Like I, I didn't. Believe it was a it. sickening feeling. When it happened, I, I was like, hell no, Kobe Bryant isn't dead, and it, I it felt like it hit me harder because I've idolized this man my whole life. I felt like I knew him, and Jesus, that that I can only pray for Vanessa and yeah. the, all the kids, man. Well, when I heard about Gigi as well, which over the last couple of years, didn't it feel like? You got to know her, too, because you'd see her on so much stuff with Kobe, especially the last eight or nine months. And recently, you remember, they had, like, a meme where Kobe... Yeah, he was telling her about the game. And now what it is is this feeling of just father-daughter feeling because, Mm -hmm. you know, I have a little girl, and she's just learning to dribble a basketball and stuff, and... It's those little moments when you're with your kids, and he was doing that same thing as a dad, obviously on a much different fucking level. Um, but, well, not really. I mean, I'm probably, I think when you say Kobe Bryant, I think the next name you think of is probably the Nature Boys. I mean, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe um, fifth on the list. Yeah, maybe fifth. So, of his generation, there will be a lot of people that say Tim Duncan. And I think a couple years ago, even right after Kobe retired, it was Tim Duncan. I think now, when you really look at the body of work and everything that was done and you really give him credit for everything, I think Kobe's the best player of that generation. Oh, I've always said that. I've always said that. Nobody came to Kobe when it came to his game, his influence at the time. Like, no, nobody came close to Kobe for that generation. Maybe Iverson. If he would have won a couple rings, he would definitely be in the discussion. if it weren't for Kobe going off in a couple of those games against the Sixers, Iverson went. If it's any other team than the Lakers, ten. I'm saying any team other than the Lakers from the Western Conference from the ten years previous or the ten years after that. So from '91 to oh or to 2011, any Western Conference team that Sixers team beats them for a, for an NBA championship. That's tough. They do. Iverson was just on another level that year, but Kobe, Kobe's playoffs were what thirty-seven, eleven, and eight. I mean, yeah, he was fucking balling and shooting sixty percent from the field. No, I think Sacktown would have gave the Sixers a run for their money, but they were never a finals team. I'm just saying, any finals team, mm-hmm. the only finals team I think that could have given them some run were uh, the '99 Spurs. Ooh, that was a very good team. Yeah, yeah. no, okay, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think that Sixers team. But that was just another Kobe time. I mean, Shaq was, Shaq was an amazing force, but I don't think he wins. Maybe one. Maybe he wins one ring if Kobe is not around with the Lakers. So maybe they get I, one. How many ring? If if Shaq never joined the Lakers, do you? For there's two questions. Do you think Kobe would be as good, and do you think he would have won more rings? Or how, how many rings do you think he would have won if Shaq never went to the Lakers? No, so if they just draft Kobe that summer, don't sign Shaquille. They still have Vladi. Okay, so they make some other trade to get Kobe, and they still have Vladi. I think by the time he came into his own, Vladi was in his stage of the career where he was just a great facilitator. Mm-hmm. I think he would have been great to play with a young Kobe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they win one title with young Kobe and older Kobe. Gets you two more. So I think he wins three to four rings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't – Could would he be the number one scorer ever? Because think about it. He lost almost a full season total in lockout games. Ooh. Lost a full season from that Achilles. And during his early career, he lost time playing on the bench because they didn't want to play him yet. He would be the number one scorer. He would be the all-time lean scorer. I think we might – if he was within earshot of – 
Kareem, I think he stays. Yeah, no, definitely. No, I, I have no, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that last season he was on fumes and bubbles, but it was the knee right after the Achilles, and I'm going to tell you. Oh, I went downhill. Yeah, and he was always still able to get to the basket anytime he wanted until those last couple seasons. And he got paid for a lifetime achievement award. I mean, it hindered those teams. He knew he was going out on bad teams, but a guy like Kobe didn't care. But by that point in his career, we didn't either. Yeah. No, um, you still cared about Kobe, but not the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't care that he was going to shoot 35 times a game. It's what you wanted him to be doing. You know, it. It's that's what's so sad is that there's not going to be another Kobe. You you honestly don't think there'll be another Kobe? Well, look at that situation. He comes, he's in another country. His father's an NBA player, but he's living his formative years in another country until he gets to high school. He come, The way he learns the game of basketball is by playing with his family and against adults. He starts swimming in the shark pool immediately he learns to mimic all of michael's moves by watching his videotapes over and over and over and over again until he can't get the moves wrong he comes in right off the heels of michael i just think the whole thing and also too now i mean being honest about colorado that ruins his career there's no way he comes back from that ever yeah i honestly think there will be another kobe one day with his passing, that's going to create a totally different generation of NBA players who's going to model their game, or their parents will help their kids model their game towards how Kobe was. They're going to be hard on them. They're going to be Mamba mentality 100% the way. I, I think we'll see one. I hope so, because um, it. I right now I want to say we'll never see one, but we you always see the next generation of something, the next iteration, the um, natural progression of stuff in every sport. So I'm sure we will, um, but man, it just feels right now like that empty feeling that we're never gonna see it. Yeah, I still can't believe it. Still can't believe it. What happens if he goes to the Hornets that night? Now they had already traded morning. They had, I believe, uh, nobody any good at center, but they did have a shoot. Glenn Rice. I mean, you know, him and Kobe could have teamed up to maybe make the um, playoffs. I I still think some way he finds his way to L.A. Yeah. Jerry West was in love with Kobe. That is. I feel like he eventually, I don't know how many seasons it would have took, but he would have found his way to L.A. And I feel like he would still probably come close to the same amount of championships that he has now. Man, I could. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, Jerry West did say the it took him eight minutes of watching him to say, nope, I've seen enough. I know, and he was so polished. Like his body, his body wasn't filled out the way it would get filled out, but he didn't look like a normal just runt high school player. I mean, the footwork. Remember, he played soccer for yeah, before, before and that's another thing. Just, just like Hakeem playing soccer, I think that gives him a different level of that footwork and everything else because that's what it was with Hakeem, too, and the same reason why Kobe and Michael could get past anyone even though they weren't the fastest or quickest, that footwork. It's just, 
man. That, so you, you're going to have your daughter playing soccer, soccer now? Let's yeah. That Kobe. Well, probably Kobe anyways. Sport. You have to. <laughs> you kidding me? I live in the suburbs. Of course she's going to play soccer. I never knew. We never had a soccer field where I grew up. I understand. I they didn't, mile, man. Yeah, they didn't have grass where you grew up. You <laughs> thought that was just something that was on television. Oh, the island on every corner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, delicious. I can't understand why the hood has cholesterol problems. <laughs> The fucking Coney Island on every corner and Fago Fruit Punch is 99 cents a two liter. Come on, man. My people still trying to make it. Yeah, hey, I, I know. I'm just saying. I'm I'm with you. I'm saying what we're doing to oppress them. My God. Um, but going, finishing up on our Kobe topics, what is the memory that you have? Like when you think, what's the first thought you think of when you think of Kobe? Oh, wow, man. Um, my first Kobe game when they played the Pistons, um, I think it was it was 0-1. Um, Uncle had called me. He was like, we got an extra ticket. Like, he called my mom. It was like, we got an extra ticket, and it was in the fucking nosebleeds. Oh. <laughs> so just imagine we had the binoculars, and I just see Kobe playing. I'm just like, I'm just like, I, I fell in love with everything he did on the court. And even today, like, I, I play football, but shit, I love basketball yeah, more. Like, like yeah. Kobe is the reason for you that. Tell. So, yeah, that's that would be the reason why. Man, I... I, that's a good memory of him. That'd be a great memory. I didn't get to see him play live. My memory of him is always going to be um, against the Celtics, six for twenty-four from the field <laughs> in the final. But he was like four for twenty-two at some point. So he um, just he recognized I don't have it. But the Celtics still kept trying to double team and weren't even switching off him. Mm-hmm. And he started to facilitate not just assists, but the pass to the next pass. And the team was playing in sync with him. And it was this perfect brand of basketball where everyone was the best, best selves. And then it got to Ron Artest, who threw up the ugliest three in history that everyone was going, fuck! <laughs> and then it went in, and everyone went, yeah! But there was a moment there where Kobe Bryant was everything that he could be he was still dominating the game and doing whatever he wanted and he scored a couple buckets down the stretch that were just no matter how cold he was he was going to hit those he was that clutch but the passing and the defense in the final five minutes of that game i I think that's what i'll always remember about him was just he was going to fucking win it didn't matter how like he'd had enough he'd lost a couple years ago and he wasn't losing again so that was just being a winner and being crazy and the and uh the nba draft thing those are my two big memories those are good ones those are good i know i'm so sad about losing kobe it's still crazy it's all about like kobe bryant passed yeah (laughs) it doesn't even make sense no and now we're hearing more things about the helicopter might have been 30 feet away from getting out of the fog or or something to that effect and they had a, a fantastic helicopter pilot it's just one of those fucking things that happens can we say though that kobe that's how we know kobe was really wealthy though because how many i know i've got plenty of black friends so many that i don't even have to count them and i'm gonna tell you not one of them if they hit the lottery are taking a fucking helicopter anywhere 
I don't think any black people be taking helicopters, not at Kobe Fest. Yeah, no, no, well, yeah, no. That's going to, yeah, no, no, yeah. Mm-mm. Lost our whole demographic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, rich black guys are never getting on a helicopter again. That's You guys just fucked yourself for that. Um, yeah, that's good. Uh-uh, you guys are going to be like Mexicans with small commuter planes after Richie Valens died. I'm really, really getting to the demographic here, talking about a guy who died in 1950. 50 something <laughs> anyway um yeah man it, it's the helicopter rentals are gonna definitely man it's just fucking terrible right man it sucks yeah it, sucks. it is it's just awful my thought my thoughts are with his family um I, I don't know if he was got back in with his mom and dad i know they had a falling out years ago yeah. um he seemed to really make amends with everybody yeah, no. He became like this elder statesman, and everywhere he'd go, he was so revered. All the younger players love him. Um, fans love him everywhere. It was such a switch that last five years of his career compared to what the previous you know, 15 had been. And I think it was just we realized they weren't going to compete for titles anymore. I, I feel like it was just Kobe finally could be his true self. Yeah. He, he wasn't balling. He wasn't on the court, so he didn't always have to have that killer mentality but he just he just finally just became himself this is who he really was and i i think it's the way but we embraced him that final phase of his career and he embraced the media finally like he was able the younger guys loved that and that's why he was able you know as they say let his hair down but when he finally became him and he'd give the long interviews and he'd be real and it wasn't canned like he was funny, he was eloquent, he was charming, he was a superstar. Yep. He was born to be a superstar. Yep, and he showed it. As yeah. you see, billions of people are, like, destroyed over this. Yes. Jesus Christ. Is the NBA going to retire 24 or 8, you think, like they do with 23? I, I think they will. I think, I think so. When you think of them, do you think number 8 or number 24? I, I want to say 24. Number eight is what is what caught me caught me to grab Kobe's attention. Twenty four helped me stay around. All right, I I I think of him as twenty four. I don't know why. I know he won more titles as number eight, but just twenty four is who I think of him as. The bottom teeth flaring out. I mean, remember when Sasha Vujacic stuck his teeth out? I mean, that guy wore a, a head or a man band during a, the game. So if you can make him a badass, you can do anything. And he broke Dwight Howard. He ruined Dwight Howard. Which thank you for that, Kobe. We we always will appreciate that because Dwight Howard's just the worst. I know he's he's he's, he's yeah he is, and now he's got tattoos and braids, and it's just fan. He's on the Lakers now. Huh? Yeah, and now he's like decent again. Obviously on human growth hormone. I'm gonna come right out and say it. <laughs> but Chuck, man, I appreciate you coming on with me. Can we get you on here again to yeah, tell a little man. bit about your story? Because I know you got a few of them. Hey man, I got some stories for you. <laughs> all right, all right, man. I'll be back, man. I'll be back. All right, you want to plug your Instagram? Yeah, while I got you? everyone can follow me at c dots twenty four. That's c d o d d s. 24 um and i'll follow all you guys back all right guys appreciate you catching us keep it between the lines stay in school and stay off the hard shit we'll talk to you down the road